here's another episode of Production House 45 presents Indie Film Spotlight, and I'm with the talented and amazing Casterline Villar. Casterline, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm nervous a little bit. I'm, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm nervous. You're kidding me? You took like six tries just to get that intro. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> we'll have we'll we'll have that in a separate segment. You'll you'll guys will get a good laugh out of that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so today's topic, kind of what we're going to be talking about today is um, acting in the non, um, in the uh, indie circuit and just getting either from theater acting where a lot of people start to film acting or just going cold turkey right into film acting. Um, Castelline's a very talented actress that we've worked with multiple times on a lot of our projects. It's always a pleasure working with her. So, you know, I thought it would be a great idea to bring her in and interview her and talk about her experiences. Um, so Casterline, what's up? Like, where? <laughs> what's the what? What's up? <laughs> so what kind of got you started into acting? Like, what was your main passion? Like, what got you? Yeah, what got you into acting? Uh, I think that I'm one of those people that has, like, a really cute story from when I was, like, 11. And I was like, I want to be an actor. And, like, since then, I've truly pursued acting. Um... I do come from a Dominican family, and so with coming from my Dominican background, it's a bit unconventional to be an artist. Mm -hmm. So I did have a lot of obstacles along the way. It wasn't a uphill, a direct uphill climb like it is for some people who are fortunate enough to be in acting classes and dance classes from the age of like three, you know? So I stumbled upon the art of acting on my own and I didn't particularly have a lot of support in my teenage years. Mm. I actually had some AP English teachers in high school um, because I was an honor student who loved my writing, loved my reading skills, and got interested in the fact that I wanted to pursue acting or that I was just interested in theater. Mm -hmm. In New York City, the first programs to go from any curriculum in schools is art. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have any performance classes in my public high school. My AP teachers went out of their way to find acting programs around the city for me that I would qualify for with a scholarship. And actually, my mom, not approving of this, um, was supposed to help me with her like tax information so that they had proof that I was eligible for said scholarships. And very, very bad girl that I was. I, I was the good one out of all my siblings, I will say, from jump. But I've always been an eager beaver. And mm -hmm. I'm always, I've always been an overachiever. Always mm -hmm. been someone who, if I set my mind to something, I want to do the best and I want to get it done to the fullest. But like I said, my mom wouldn't particularly let me even take these acting classes. Um, as a first-generation immigrant to come here, she felt that wasn't the path to success. Mm -hmm. And so I stole her tax information and how old were you i was like 15 or 16. i don't, even, I don't think i knew what tax information was <laughs> until like last year and i'm 25. <laughs> yeah i mean honestly like i was just like here's the paperwork whatever you know and like forged my mom's signature and i auditioned for a program at the stella adler studio of acting in midtown manhattan and I got a scholarship into their summer program. So this is all happening while my mom thinks that I'm going to these college now classes because I was an honor student, which I did actually do like the year before. And I just was like, yeah, they're doing a summer version. 
can you sign these papers, you know? And like, you know, just had her kind of like agree to let me do it. But like for the tax stuff, I forged all of her stuff. Oh and God. I- Is that like legal? Can we say that? Is it legal? I don't know. We'll find it. That was like 10 That's years PR. ago. Yeah, Moving whatever. On. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> They're like going to come after me in my home. It's like, I remember. Someone from that camp's going to be like, I remember Casterline. I'm going to come for her. She took my. She took my. I was supposed to be the lead. Yes, exactly. No, but um, yeah, I felt so fortunate that my introduction to acting was actually in a Shakespeare class. Oh, wow. Um, or at least that was my first professional class that I was taking and um, it was in Shakespeare and then I moved on to audition for their two-year program and I got into that too. Oh cool. So I was very very lucky but the entire time my mom didn't know and that's always a doozy of a story to tell because of how chaotic it seems but I felt like I had no choice mm -hmm. you know it was like I had such a passion for this art form it was like by any means necessary i'm gonna make it happen for myself i'll figure out all the relationship with my family stuff later yeah and i feel like that that's a lot when it comes to artists and stuff because a lot of, i mean me personally and i know i mean i feel like i don't know one art i mean i guess there's a few people whose parents really support them but it's definitely something that you when you tell your parents that you're getting into they're like you don't you don't want to be a doctor it's like no or like you don't want to do you know it's like because I, I remember for the longest time, I wanted to be like an art teacher and, you know, and I was very heavily in the arts, like from a young age as well. You know, I did a lot of art, like I was always in the art um, classroom doing paintings and stuff. Um, I actually didn't feel my, find my passion for film until last senior year of co uh, high school. Um, so it's just something that you're like, all right. And it's, you know, it's sad that not a lot of people are very supportive about it. And it's always nice to, you know, find... I feel like going to school and going into these creative um, environments, you actually find people who are like-minded or, you know, they have the same goal. So you, and then you kind of create your own support system. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I understand why parents are so hesitant. I get it. Oh, no, and I, I mean, get it. I mean, after experiencing the struggle. industry. It's a struggle. Yeah. It's a struggle. No matter what art you do. It's not kind to anyone. It, and, it, and you gotta, you got to sacrifice a lot. And a lot of it you got to do on your own. And you have to, you, you have to, you, you have to just give so much and expect so little, you know? And to make it big or even just not even make it big, just make it in general, you know, you're, you're spending a lot of your life dedicating to that, you know, I mean, it, it's it's crazy. I mean, the hustle, the hustle is hard, yeah. but it, I mean, I just feel like the stuff I feel like if art wasn't the hustle, I don't think we'd be getting such great performances, actors, directors, writers, all this meaningful stuff, because I mean. That's kind of like the source of right. all of the creativity in a way. You know, it's, yeah. it's a little sad, but it's also yeah. like, you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's the hunger that really, really fuels the work in the end and makes, and then makes the work valuable. It's the fact that, yeah, this wasn't just a one, two, three, and it's done. It's that it was a struggle. It was a collaborative effort. There's always at least one other person, unless you're Bo Burnham. But like, <laughs> <I> you mean. <laughs> know. <laughs> I mean, but like, you know, there's usually, you know, people on your, team helping you along the way and even if there isn't someone in the room with you there are the experiences that you have in your life that do include other people or other uh lifestyles or um just experiences in general that led you to the point to be able to create that work yeah and i think go, just working with you and other other artists and stuff it just goes to show you like the arts is such a collaborative work environment that it, i feel like people the big thing i feel like that uh hinders people from 
becoming big or like, you know, actually making really good stuff that people enjoy is the fact they're scared to collaborate. We were, we were told the guys and I were talking about this last night about how, you know, we got to start collaborating more uh, and just in general, like the arts are meant for collaboration. I feel like a lot of people try to like be, I'm going to be the best painter ever. And, or like, you know, I'm going to be the best violin player or the best actress, actor, director, photographer, whatever. They don't realize, you know, you got to start somewhere. And also collaboration is like, the foundation for everything and honestly great pieces come out of collaborating i mean we've had a great time working with you and it's just like so awesome seeing you des and our you know the crew just like make something and like you know we we wrote all this stuff out like and we had it like film wise good but then we bring in you and then you bring life into the characters that we create and it's just crazy because like on paper you write someone it's like you know it's it's on paper but you breathe like actors and actresses they breathe life into these creations and it's just such a, a like a beautiful um experience yes there's value to being in the room with other creatives because we learn from each other and we fuel each other and you know life in general fuels us and and thank you for that for yeah, like crazy. honoring the way like actors work and and uh, that y'all appreciate the work that we do because we so appreciate or maybe i can't speak for every actor but hey you've got to love your production team you've got to yeah. love your crew you've got to because they're working so hard to make you look good and to bring the story to life and, and that's so special yeah especially in the indie field you know like you know run and gun i mean we're doing small crew stuff and it's just like we don't have the massive crew to work with and it's just like it very everyone needs to pitch in and do a little more than they were you know mm -hmm. they're really meant to do yeah but juggling the balls brings out more talents that's right no, so yeah you didn't know that maybe because you worked in sound that hey if you try learning a bit about lights you now you found a new knack now yeah, you right. have you know new things to that i know that as an actor everyone's always like no 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 you don't do anything you you stay to... right there you do not break the expensive equipment you don't stay right the there don't the grab the bag we don't want you to get hurt but i always like i'm always ready to you know, because you also never know what that will lead you to. Yeah. And that's actually a big experience that I've had in the industry is just stay open to everything. You have yeah. no idea what's going to come your way. Oh, yeah. And sometimes just kindness, oh. like, goes such a long way. You know, just, yeah, maybe I shouldn't pick up the bag, but the fact that I asked and people say, she saw that we were struggling and she was considerate. That's just, that kindness never goes unseen, never oh. goes on, like, it never goes forgotten. You know, um, and, and, and that stays with people. Oh, for sure. Now, uh, with with your background in theater, you kind of filled us in, like, where you started. How, how do you end up doing, like, acting for film, like, on camera and stuff? Like, what what was that like? What was that transition like? Yeah, so that was a crazy transition, especially because, <laughs> you know, it's funny because people start in theater, and theater is so big. It's so alive and vibrant. And you take all of that energy and you make it so much more compact. And I feel that I worked so hard to find who I was as just an individual with my loud, booming voice and, you know, my presence and whatever. And then to dial it back so much made me feel like, wait, am I like being true in this vessel of, of performance to like what energy I want to bring to the table. I'm like, I wondered for a while, like maybe stage is where I belong, right? Because you get to have that experience. But that's when I took a step back and I started to observe myself in day-to-day -day life. You know, what are the moments that I have when 
I am not around people and I don't have to be that big or, or don't feel the need or, or energy to be that big vibrant personality. Cause Hey, I'm crazy all by myself. I can do crazy all by myself when I'm alone in my room and in my apartment running around. But once you are like truly alone and your energy dies down those interesting nuanced moments you have with yourself i started to realize like ah that's what film is doing film is catching those moments those real human moments where it's not about being animated it's not about putting your energy at the forefront it's about being honest mm -hmm. you know and honesty doesn't always mean vibrancy it doesn't always mean high energy Sometimes it just means being. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of film. So in college, I started to take some more film for acting classes and it really, really did catch me off guard. And that's when I started to hustle at it because it was a challenge. And I knew just with knowing myself and knowing what I enjoy and my passions, that if I really, really focus in on trying to understand these little moments in life maybe i'm connecting a little deeper to like the human existence to the human experience a little bit more to myself and understanding myself even that much deeper and that's been a wildly special experience just like in my own body in my own brain it's almost like i have a better insight to myself now um a better insight to understanding others that theater gave me but in a different perspective mm -hmm. so now that expe uh, perspective has just broadened and i i just i'm grateful yeah and it's crazy because they're, they're totally two different beasts like you you touched on you know like theater you're on a stage it's big there's a bunch of people you got to make sure the people in the back see what you're doing so it's very like um expressive and then when you come to film it's very intimate cameras right in your face and you do a lot less like actual like acting like expression wise it's more of what well, i guess you're expressing but not in a um a loud way you know like i don't know if that's the right way to say it but um feel free to correct me no 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 you're so right and and like i said this is a challenge and i think that there are people that have a knack for different parts of the field be based on who you are and based on how you like to tell stories and this has always been a challenge just because of my fight to understand myself so my fight has been let me break out of this mold that I've been put in and theater allowed me to explode out of that mold but now it's coming back you're like recreating the, it almost yeah, I'm recreating it because um, you realize that it's not just one thing like I'm not just that person that broke out of the mold I am still an intimate person I am still someone who um, has moments to herself and has moments that I, that can be smaller but still powerful and I love relaying that in film and TV. so with the biggest difference between the two what um, what is some advice that you would give to people who are either in the, the theater looking to get in a film um, or people may just start out. I mean, biggest, I guess, theater going to film. Like, what would be a biggest advice? Because it is, like you said, it's a big jump. Between yeah, the two. absolutely. I would say don't overthink it, and be yourself. Because the way that energy 
exists within individual to individual is different. You know, my film acting is not like the next person's and my stage acting is not like the next. And it never will be. And But that's what makes it special because you're bringing a very specific thing to the camera, a very specific thing to the stage. And so when you are also patient with yourself, patient enough to be able to say, I am going to just allow myself to be, you know, and, and to be allow myself to uh, be present and just receive whatever energy is given to me. Then from there, I will allow myself to grow and, and, and flourish and thrive. So, yeah, being patient, being patient for sure as well. Yes. And honest, honest and 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 just being yourself, being your full full, honest and present self. Wow. That's crazy. Well, I mean, just coming from like, you know, the other side of the camera, you know, I feel like a lot of people forget directors and stuff, not directors, but you know, I just feel like on the other side of the camera, it's just a whole different world. And it's just like the way that actors and the crew work together. It's just such right. a beautiful thing. Right. Um, did y'all work, did you work in a theater before? I did actually, yeah. I did. I was at, I mean, I was always in the middle school theater. Uh, I did the music man junior, and then I went right. to junior high, did all that stuff. Uh, and let me ask you, how do you perceive the nuances between theater and film? Oh, wow. I mean, for me, it's a big, it's easier, I feel, because you can mess up a lot. Like on, on stage, you got one shot. And if you mess up, I remember learning, like if you mess up, the audience doesn't know you messed up. So just keep going. That was like a big thing that told us when we were young. Um, because I was, I was on stage, you know, I was like always messing stuff up. I mean, <laughs> but um, we do. I, know, I know, but it was like with video, it gave me like a whole new light on acting like a whole other type of acting you know it's like you can mess up there's different takes you can do stuff differently you know with acting you can take the best takes or experiment really experiment with stuff and i feel like you can do that in like on stage acting but it's like each show is going to be different and in that in own respect that's its own thing like you go to the shows multiple times because you know each one's going to be a little bit different you know you got to spice you know you got to spice it up when it comes to film it's almost like I feel like theater has it beat on that because you, you can go to the same show and still experience different things. You watch the same movie. You might be able to experience something, but, you know, you don't get that same feeling you get from the first time watching it. So that's like one thing I feel like theater has up on um, film. And I always feel like there's always like this kind of battle between what's better, but it really they're their own form. And I feel like we just need to appreciate. One hundred and ten. They are, and I feel like that's a big thing that people are like. Oh well, film acting is, is is better than stage acting, but it's just like they're different beasts. People are really good at one, might not be good at the other. Some people are great at both. Um, it just is what it is. But uh, that being said, what was like your first gig? What was like? What was it like going on your first film from theater thing? Like, gosh, my first film from theater thing, I think, was actually a pilot that I shot don't ask me what happened to it I like at all like I have no clue honestly like no clue at all I don't even know what the final product was I never even saw it yeah but oh there's a lot of that but I will say I got connections from that yeah. because the director on that wrote her own short film and later on didn't even audition me she just offered me the part which was so special because I was like, I felt like compared to the other actors that were there that I was wildly just inexperienced. It wasn't that I was unprepared, I was just inexperienced. Which is like that weird cycle of like, if you don't get the job, you don't have experience, but if you don't have experience, you don't, you don't get the job. job. I hate that. You know, <laughs> oh my God, I 
loathe that so much because if you don't give opportunities to people, how will you ever know? And that's the whole gig, right? It's like you're taking chances. You're taking leaps of faith constantly. Everything's a leap of faith. You know, even with big time production companies, wherever they're putting their money is still a leap of faith. They luckily have the money to make make a, a better, maybe wiser, riskier yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, but, they have the cushion. Yeah, because they've got the cushion. But like um, everything is a risk, you know, and I guess that's why going back to what you had asked me, like being patient and honest with yourself is important because nothing's ever going to be perfect. You know, sometimes I watch things that uh, people will be like, oh, man, I didn't like this at all. And I'm like. In my perspective, I can't help but think about like, what is happening here? Like, what is happening production on the side and side of things? What is happening internally for these actors, uh, for these dancers, whomever I'm watching? Because that plays such a big role into the final product, even on stage and in film, you know, especially when it happens on film, because in film you can edit, right? You can do more takes. And I often feel like, well, if something is being received as a, a, a product that maybe needs some work, well, why is it? Was there a cho was this a choice? Was it the direction? You know, was it the script? Was it um, the the actor that day? You know, like you really never know, and and a lot of the times you never will know. You know, so just keeping in mind that these thing. It really just comes to you in the moment. You know, you're either ready to offer something or you need a bit more rehearsal. Now, for someone who maybe was didn't have like the uh, the luck of, you know, finding someone, connecting and then kind of just getting on the next job, what would you recommend to someone who's looking to get into, you know, getting like actual gigs? Stay hungry because I constantly say that I understand why people don't stay in this field. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a big thing. I mean, there's definitely been times I've contemplated what oh am my I God. Doing? I was like last week, like, what am I doing? And then I'm like, actually, no, wait, this is like where I am in life and what I'm supposed to do. And you know what? I could be acting in another 20 years and still be asking myself those same questions. Like, what am I doing? But you know what? If you're asking yourself those questions, it's because you're passionate. It's because you're eager and it's because you're hungry because you're hungry to make a better product. You're hungry to bring another story to life, a hunger to grow and to learn and become a better version of yourself, a better actor, to be able to offer yourself in more vulnerable ways, in more present ways. And as long as that hunger never stops, the work never stops. So when you are hungry and you don't give up, when you are consistently, you know, getting your ass out of bed and like, you know, going to the auditions and, and flopping the auditions. Yes, flop that shit. Cause you know what? Chances are you're gonna learn from it. You're gonna learn from it, but you can't beat yourself up. You gotta be hungry, but you cannot let it like wallow on you. You gotta say, this is what happened. This is the fact. Maybe it was a flop. Maybe it was successful. What worked? What didn't? How can I learn from this? How can I grow with this? Okay, let's apply that to next time and let's move forward, you know, because that's all you can do. The moment you sit and you wallow in one moment, you know, I was just talking about this with Desi, you know, like the moment you sit and you wallow in one moment, you're stuck. 
you know, and then you're stuck on that moment and you're never going to unsee it. You're never going to unfeel it. And that can stunt your growth as a performer, as an artist in general, you know, you have to be able to say, okay, this is what I produced at this very specific time in my life at this very specific moment with this specific group of collaborators and that's okay. And now we're going to go forward. With these wow. Yeah. I mean, you said it <laughs> like it's just such an interesting field we're in and it's just like like we've mentioned collaborative i feel like there's so much good there's a lot of pain but the pain and suffering is a part of it and like i feel like we kind of low-key sign up for it you know like we're you know we're hungry artists we, and that's just how things are but i will say this as well that i don't in my training as an actor with going to college getting a bfa and and going to conservatories and being in workshops and this and that and whatever um a lot of people don't prepare you for the industry you know it's like you are taught how to be talented and or like how to use your skill uh, uh for your own benefit to, for your own growth and how to expand on your talent you know how to how to how to pinpoint it and apply it no they miss out on the nitty gritty you got to learn on your own oh yeah and the nitty gritty helps you stay hungry i think at least yeah, you know sure. once you know the business you know you know how much to give to yourself exactly big thing the first thing that really burns out people is they give so much yeah. and they don't realize you know what's worth it what's not this job's not worth it move on right right, right. Or, or they wallow you know and they they get so in in a, in a hole about well this one thing or these two things or these five things weren't up to par with my standards or my needs so maybe it's time i move away from it but no like you can't let yourself fall into that you know, the moment you do, it's like you're set back. But with the industry, like it's that hunger pushes you to understand the logistics, the um, the, the strategy, you know, the politics of the world in which we live in. And those politics and understanding those politics helps you understand like your place in it as like a pawn on this chessboard and understand how to play the game. Because it really is a lot of that, you know, it's, you know, making sure you're at the right place at the right time, connecting with the right people and maybe just being a little nice to this one person, which is just, you know, kindness is free. I say give that shit out, you know. Yeah. Well, Casterline, this was awesome. I, I, I had such a pleasure talking with you. Uh -huh. You have I just love the energy you give off. What we were just talking about I love working with you. <laughs> Um, and it was such a pleasure having you on here and getting a little insight of the acting side of, you know, the film. Because I feel like, you know, a lot of people know about the behind the camera, but not a lot of people know about the acting aspect and what part of that plays, what play, what part that plays in the whole grand scheme of things. Right. Thank you so much for coming on. Where where can people find you? Like, you know, is there a handle you want to? Yeah, on? for sure. Um, my handle on Instagram is Castreling Villar. So Castreline Villar, just as it's spelled. Um, I'm also on Twitter as Castreline with four E's at the end, as opposed to my typical, uh, typical. one. Yeah, you know, no, you do I'm weird things in high school. Yeah. And, and also it's like some, there's another caster line who has the same thing. Right, no, honestly, I've Googled myself a few times just to be like, let me see if another one's out there, you know? <laughs> let me just make sure. And then if there is, I'll find her, you know? I'm like, <laughs> but so far, so good. Um, and I'm on Facebook as well. Oh, cool. 
Well, we'll have all that stuff linked below so you guys don't have to, you know, play through the video and figure out how many E's you got to put at the end. We'll have that all below. Um, and thank you so much again for coming on. Yes, I can't believe that was 45 minutes. So, yeah, more or less, something like that. Maybe a little oh, less. Yeah. I'm getting from my uh, assistant over there was 40. So, I mean, that's still pretty good. That's in the ball. 37. Ooh, that's per honestly. That's perfect. I felt like we were here for a while, but. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Another episode of Production House 45 presents Indie Film Spotlight. I'm your host, Brendan. And again, this is Casterline. We'll catch you next time. Peace out, guys. Peace.